Recording is in progress. We have just been notified by Zoom. Hi, Art. Hi, hi, Susan. This is uh, we're recording. Stop me if I've heard this. It like, is because that's what we do every Monday. We do, and thank God we do. It. I actually, I dread it on Sunday nights when I think about I have nothing funny to say. I don't want to do this, and then I wake up Monday morning and I'm really happy I have something to do because I get to talk to my buddy. Me too. Oh God. That's how I feel. Seriously. Yeah. Um, it's and it's so much better in person than I. It's just, but you know, we're well, just. Well, we have we have to be careful. We're not the only ones that are having to deal with this right now. I got to tell myself it, it's not going to last forever. I have to remind myself, and um, we're not the only ones going through it. Everybody, a lot of people are like returning home from school. They can't go to in-person school anymore or, or coming home. Or they are, or they are going to in-person uh, at-home schools now and they don't get out of their house. Yeah. I think there's just a lot of bad decisions that are being made out of just frustration and impatience with this thing not getting over. And I'm just going to say it and people can get mad at me or tell me what the, you know, go screw myself. But I am so fucking sick. We're all sick of this and we could get out of this if everybody would just get vaccinated so that the, that hospitals are not just over flipping whelmed. Right. Because there are people out there that seriously need help in the hospitals that are not, that don't have COVID and, and they can't get help. They cannot get help. Yeah. It's, it's awful. I mean, nobody wants it. And we're in this kind of phase now where we don't know how much risk to take, you know, like it's not the same virus. It's not as lethal, but still some people are ended up in the hospital and none of us wants to pass it on to someone else. That's for sure. But, you know, we're in this kind of massive gray area. We don't know how, what variants out there right now. And like, I know a number of people that have had it now. Uh, right. We all do. Yeah. Yeah. At it. And, you know, it's, it's nerve wracking. You don't know. We, and, I took the calculated risk to go to an outdoor kind of barbecue get together for about 10 or 12 of us for my son's friend's uh, 21st birthday. And she made a beautiful suckling pig and some beautiful Chinese noodles. And oh man, it was tasty. Uh, and then we all sat around the <laughs> We sat around the fire pit and socialized. It, you know, I can't tell right. you how good that felt and we were all masked up and we were all staying apart from each other as much as you could and you could so we were being careful as you could be but like there's a half dozen or more people on my street now that have had it you know three or four different households have had some COVID in it yeah these are all people that are boosted and careful but we'll get it it's but they're not going to die from it and they're not going to go to the hospital yeah, that's the thing is that they won't end up in the hospital. Mm -hmm. They won't, you know, it'll be a bad flu. They'll be down for maybe five, six days. Yeah. And, but you know, it's, it's okay. We all get, we've all gotten the flu. I have to, you know, previously when we were recording the first time, <laughs> um, you know, we were talking about, uh, you asked me, you know, about, are you emotional? Because you, you're feeling more emotional about this stuff. The emotional kind of resilience has finally snapped after two years. Right. Here's the story I wanted to tell you. I'm at the dentist office and um, this really sweet, uh, kind and competent uh, hygienist that I have 
and I like her a lot. And they're always friendly with me, the dentist and, and she sure. always, how, you know, how's Liam? How's the family? You know, it's that kind of relationship. Mm -hmm. How you been? I started telling her uh, what comedy's like and how we're not doing it anymore, not taking right. risks. And, and she was like, oh God, that's really great that you have something where you feel like it's a, it's a important, you know, that you, you value what you're doing. And I started, I told her this story. Well, I, I'll tell you the story. Okay. I, I probably told you this before in Victoria, BC, a, a guy coming up to me after the show and saying, um, I just want to let you know that uh, I haven't left my house in six months and uh, my sister was stabbed to death. We were very close and I haven't, oh. I've been just, haven't been able to get through the grieving. I've just been in the house for six straight months and just in pain for six straight months. He goes, I just wanted to tell you that um, this is the first time I've felt good in its six months as well. I know, and it, you teared up, I bet you, because it's I just too much. I got to the part just before the end, I started, my voice started going, I had the mask on, so I'm like, I paused, you know, then they could, <laughs> then they could tell you're fighting back tears. I paused, oh, put your hand on my shoulder, <laughs> and I go, and I'm under the mask going, trying not to cry voice. <laughs> I know, it's so hard. <laughs> the voice you used to use, when you tripped and skinned your knee and came home and told right. your mother about it, you know? <laughs> You're trying not to cry, but you wanted to cry really hard, yeah. So anyhow, I managed to spit it out eventually, but you know, I've just been on the edge. I don't know about you, but I've just been right at the cliff, like ready to fall over it. And it just the littlest things like movies, I'll watch, you know, um, the skating. We were watching skating the other night. <laughs> you know, they get the, they, the skaters would be they finished the routine and this is something they've worked on for years you know and right. their life's ended and they nailed it and they're starting to tear up and i'm like no that's okay <laughs> it's funny but it's okay <laughs> i don't know but that's what happens, man. We're all stretched absolutely to the max. And some people deal with it differently. I, I, uh, I worked, you know, uh, we talked about this last time, but I worked this week uh, and I have, I have a lot of shows this month. And it's uh, unfortunately, um, I would rather not, but I have to. Financially, I have to work now. I it's just have to work. They're not going to employment anymore. No, well, it's just, you know, I. Um, you have to work. You I have, have to work. Earn income. And, and um, so, uh, and I'm, you know, I'm conflicted about it. And I did the show on Friday night um, for a really great cause. And uh, it was out in Dundee, uh, Oregon, which is out near Newburgh and uh, it's about the Newburgh school system, school uh, district, school Board. district, uh, the superintendents there, uh, the recall, they're doing a recall because two of the superintendents um, uh, voted that the kids can't fly any kind of pride flags or BLM flags and they want to, they want to crush any, um, any kind of diversity. It made national news. It made national news. And so the superintendent said no. And so without precedent or evidence or anything, they ousted the superintendent of schools. 
when he pushed back on these on these board members, these you know these school board members, and so there's a recall going. So we did this fundraiser for the recall um, to get him reinstated, and it was out in the middle of this field in a barn. It was so cold. Uh, it was really cold. They didn't have any central heat in this barn because it was an event center that they used only in the summertime. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. But there was no central heat. There was no heating. And uh, they had to pump warm air in. Anyway, that was, that's neither here nor there. But what I was going to say is that, you know, everybody there was, they were fighting a cause that they really believed in. Most of those people in the room, they paid $115 a head. And they had canvassed and done all this stuff. And they, you know, they had really wanted to get this passed through so that the superintendent, and they risked coming out. Yeah, right. Doing this. And I, that made me feel like I can't bitch about anything. These people, you know, they're going door to door asking. They have a cause that they, you know, people have put their lives on hold for so long. And we're all feeling like if we don't get some justice pretty soon, we're going to go out of our fucking minds. Yeah, somewhere. It's got and, and that's how I feel is I, I'm emotional on a different level. And um, uh, I didn't have a great set that night. Um, oh, okay. I, I love it. I love it, you know, because I got the standing ovation and I was like, why are you standing? I'm thinking, well, they've been sitting a long time. <laughs> and um uh, and everybody go, oh, you got a standing ovation. And I, it, but you and I know when we deserve a standing ovation. When we've really just nailed it, yeah. You know, it's when everything clicked, everything was right. Well, everybody had a great laugh. And I was like, I was up there fumbling around because I haven't worked for flipping ever. I haven't done sets. So anyway, so I redeemed myself the next night. But the next night was even in a small, it was in a little tiny venue. Yeah. And I found myself, people would come up to me after the show and want to tell me their stories of 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 COVID oh. or of yeah you know their pain and all this other stuff and I feel like now I've taken on we take on this other this other mantle that we have to we have to we have to stand there and listen we do have to listen and their counselor I don't yeah I don't yeah we I just you know you just you want to say you want to hug them but you can't and you just say I'm I'm really sorry you went through all that. I'm really sorry. You know, I had people come up and tell me that they hadn't been out. This is the first time ever. Wow, yeah. They'd lost, they'd yeah. lost three of their family members. All these terrible stories. And you have to, you have to be there for them. So, yeah. you know, you have to say, you have to say how sorry you are. And you are. I am. I'm okay. sorry for that. But people, uh, it's it's hard to watch and it's sad to see people just frustrated and uh, trying to deal with it. But no, it's just. It's I think people, and I wonder, the joke about the, the standing ovation that I didn't get to was that I came off stage and they stood up and the comics go, God, you got a standing ovation. All three of those comics blew me off the stage. Let me just tell you that right now. Oh. All three of them, all three of them were powerhouses. People could not catch their breath. They were laughing so hard. Mm -hmm. Me, not so much. But they stood up for me and they go, you got a standing ovation. I go, people just give me a standing ovation because I, I, I'm living, I'm breathing. I'm 70 years old. They're going, look at her. She's still doing it. You know? <laughs> I went, that's fine. You know? <laughs> but um, 
and all three of those comics did absolutely fantastic jobs. Well, and this is, you're going to have a hard time hearing this, but you connect with people in a way that other comics don't. It's not well, I make people feel better about themselves because they could be me. <laughs> we want to hug you for a reason. There's something that... <laughs> all right. Anyway, it was fun to work again, and I'm working again this weekend. And... Um, how are you coping though? What are you doing? Are you doing silly things? Are you finding silly ways of, of I watch the TikTok. You know me, I love the TikTok. Yeah, it's uh, just what we're going through, burning through programming. We're, hope, we're wishing more uh, companies would open their own streaming channel at this point. Because we've used up all of the channels. <laughs> I feel like I've gone through Netflix, but I probably, I really haven't. It's just, I'm really picky about what I want to watch. And so it's, I've watched a lot of stuff over again. Everybody was talking about that Cowboy Bebop, which is a space movie with um, fighting, basically. It's what it is. It's this real kind of stylistic, futuristic. They're flying through space. And then every scene is about <coughs> blood flying in every direction. It's just set up for gore porn. About four scenes into it, Catherine and I were, there's like a few little bit of snappy dialogue, but that's the payoff is all the gore. And I don't know, three or four of those, and Catherine and I looked at each other and were like, I don't think so. I don't know if I want to spend any more time on this. So we moved on to something else. And, um, but yeah, it's all about watching stuff. And that's all right. It's funny because there's a lot of good stuff out there for sure. Um, well, I, here's where I wish I'd, I, I wish I'd purchased more CDs or DVDs, DVDs. I wish I'd purchased more DVDs because I have a DVD player. Sure. It's built into my TV set. It's not a TV set, obviously. I guess people don't call them TVs anymore, but it's basically my television set. Yeah. And um, uh, and I I, I I remember the other day, I went, oh, I want to see that movie again. And I went, oh, I own it. I got so excited. I was like, oh, my God, I have that movie. You know, so, and, you know, it's, 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 uh, and I should be writing. I have been doing some writing, but, you know, it's just, we try, we try to keep going and, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love the, I watch, uh, we've been watching these, watching, reading these little funny, uh, hometown news. I mean, I, I, I look for goofy stories. I love it. Yeah. Just let me just say this. Queen Elizabeth too is having a shitty year. <laughs> she is really having a bad year. God love her. It's yeah. like her, what is it? She's been, she, what is it? It's some kind of centennial. It's not, she's having this huge, she's been queen for like a hundred years, right? I mean, it's been a really, she yeah. was queen, 1956. Longest ruling monarch ever. Since 1956, yeah. And she's, uh, and now she's had to kick her kid to the curb. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's like, you know, where are you going to, now they got to find another place to store all the metals and all the crap that he got stripped of. They just melt them. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I just I sometimes I just enjoy some of this crap. Um, <laughs> uh, I watched this. Uh, I watched this uh, video about. Um, this is too good a story. A prince that has to go to a, basically a pimp. Uh, you know, and he's going through someone who's doing sex trafficking and. That's just good copy. Well, you know, the thing about it is that here, and this is always my, 
I'm always flabbergasted at men that have daughters right. that go and abuse a young woman. Isn't that bizarre? What the hell are they thinking? Kind of make this connection of similarity, like this, uh, this is someone who might be someone's daughter about, you know, just that it's, kind of, it's like, I, I, they, they're in that category, dude. It's the same category as your daughter of, of people that um, have their whole, whole life ahead of them and it's got nothing to do with you. So <laughs> now he, I, you know, this is a, a man who was born to privilege never lived in the real world ever. Yeah, right, so. You know, but still has daughters, but yep. never had, and you know, but Bill Clinton and who has one child and it's a daughter, you know, he's his name's gonna get pulled through the ringer again. And, you know, because she's opening her mouth. She's, she's giving him lists now. Oh, she's good. trying to get herself a, a, better, a better sentence. Oh. You know, she's, she's trying to cut her jail time. That's why when she was indicted and convicted, mm -hmm. all those guys went, oh, shit. Because she has all the names. That's her security. She's Heidi Fleiss. She's got them all. So, yeah, they're all, they're all, they're all. I, w I hope Matt Gates is on that list. I wish Matt Gates was on that list. Um, I'm having the heart. It's just so discouraging. I mean, I'm not head in the sand. I know what's going on with, and uh, by the way, talk for a moment about voter rights. That's one of the things in the news right now. On Martin Luther King Day, yes, Republicans are putting their foot down and saying, no, we're not going to protect the vote. Are we surprised, though? Well, of course not. No, this is what's been happening. But This is, this is um, and this is why I think this is a big part of our frustration because, you know, I think we could deal with, with having to be sequestered and having to be quarantined and stuff like that if we knew that we were coming back to something that was better than what we left. But we're not, we don't have that. We're not coming back to, it, once, once people are, you know, back into the workplace, whatever it is, we're not coming back to something that's better than what we left. Yeah. It, it's worse. Yeah. And that's what's, I think that's what weighs on our souls. And the fight is not even close to being done. Right. Oh, yeah. We got a long road ahead. You got to watch 10 minutes or so of Kyle Kinane's special on uh, stand ups on Netflix. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh, good for him. Neither. It's some of the best 10 minutes I've ever seen him do. And he's a really good writer. But he's talking about how hard it is to watch the news right now and what it's like and how he's dealing with it. And, uh, you know, he's like, I'm trying new things. I'm, a, I'm smudging my apartment. He said, I haven't really dabbled in witchcraft before, but <laughs> new things. I mean, voting didn't work. I think voodoo, maybe, you know. So I know. I know. It. It's, uh, it's about he lives here in Portland. He's in Portland now. He lives here. Oh, oh God, we should. Yeah, we should have him on. Yeah. Um, I just admire him so much. I mean, he's too good for his years, for one thing, but um, it, it was the greatest stuff I heard him do. And it was really meaty and it has something to do with what's going on around us right now. And it's good to hear him do a show where he has an opinion. Totally. You, you're going to hear it. I haven't, I haven't seen him do a show like that ever. Yeah. 
So I, and he is a he is a good he's a great writer. He is a great writer. I I'll have to I have to watch it. Yeah. Thing, but in particular, I, I thought that first ten minutes were cut above uh, most stand-up uh, material out there right now, and very relevant. Yep. Yep. I, I just watch I just watched the YouTube and the, and the <laughs> I try I try to I try to watch. Well, I watch a lot of funny stuff. Uh huh. And you sent me some great video. You sent me some great stories this week. Stories out there. One week. We should probably talk about um, before we break. It was the woman on the airline who um, took a COVID test on the airline with her. Got on the flight, took the test. It turned out positive, so she stashed herself in the bathroom for the remainder of the flight. Which uh, <laughs> for like half with it, and she wore her mask. She wore her mask in the bathroom, double mask, and doing a TikTok video. I mean. It was five hours she was there five hours in that bathroom oh my god she was it was a transit she was going from something she was going to like Reykjavik she was yeah she was like from I don't know L, L, from New York to Reykjavik it was like a five-hour flight or, you know how's that work but well and I'm thinking I hope there's more bathrooms because you hold up a bathroom for five hours on a flight there's going to be problems but <laughs> well, uh, obviously it was a bigger plane you know five-hour flight yeah, that was great. I uh, yeah, good. I'm good on her for doing that. You know, how many people in this country would just go, eh, well, I'm not going to give it to anybody. Hell, I'm just going to sit here. You know, there would have been plenty of those. Have you logged into the, the website? We'll have to put it up on our on our the website to get your free COVID tests. Yeah. I wonder how long. I bet it's I bet it's crashed already. Well, it's starting the 19th, I think, is the first day. Oh, is it the? Oh, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure it'll crash within the first 15 minutes. It's loaded, loaded up. Where else? It's supposedly, the insurance companies are supposed to reimburse the first eight per month per person. Good, because I paid 83 dollars. $83. I'm still waiting on two more tests to come. I have, I have six at home. Uh, and by the way, we're going to take what I'm going to take my test today. Cool. On on air, we're going to do this today. I think that's a really good idea. In uh, fact, I'll get, I'm going to get it ready to go here. So um, I've never taken a test on. I can't hear you. Uh, I don't know why. Now I can. Uh, are we going to do that and then go to a break? Or yeah, no. Yeah. And then uh, we're going to this is going to be this. This part of the uh, episode is going to be put up on our YouTube channel, which is called Stop Me If I've Heard This. You're going to watch me take this test. And then we're going to break and you can uh, tune into the rest of the podcast to hear my results. Well, in other words, you only get the horrible part. Well, yeah, but we're going to show people how to do it. Yeah, I think that's good. I think I'm curious. I'm curious. I want to know. Okay. Instructions say and all that stuff. Okay. I like the Halloween glow going now too. <coughs> okay. So, um, Hang on, I'm gonna to try to get the light on me so everybody can see me really ream my nostrils. How's that? Is that better? That's pretty good, isn't it? Yes. Okay, so instructions. You gotta read the instructions. This is a this is one of the ones that they're gonna be doing on the federal site. It's called um, hang on, it's called the uh, iHeart. It's iHealth. It's called iHealth eye health COVID-19 antigen rapid test. So that's, and they come in twos. Okay. 
and you prepare this with you take the little this is the little swab huh? and I have to take it out here I'm gonna ream it up my nostril it says how to do that right yeah it's, yeah you take it out you don't take the whole thing because you're gonna need this you're gonna need the packaging to dispose it Oh, okay so you take this out and you save the packaging now that, that's like a little cotton swab on the end of a stick. This is the cotton swab, just like that. And then I'm going to do both nostrils. I hope I don't pull something out gross. Three quarters? Is that, that's not so bad. That's not what they do when you're sitting in the car. When they do it in their car, they want to know, like, what you're... You do 15 times on counting. Okay. Yeah, that's, they, do, they want to know kind of what you're thinking, and they're going to they get up there and find out, uh, get a little piece of your brain. But not now three quarters of an inch. I don't have any thoughts to go down that far. Yeah. You do both nostrils. Okay, good. What if you have COVID in one nostril, but not the other? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I should not joke. I should not joke. <laughs> okay. Oh, my eyes are watering. Okay, then you take this little vial. They send a little vial here. And, uh, okay, it says firmly and slow. Okay, so I have to take the cap off of this. Where's the cap? Oh. Okay. Um, and uh, is there any chance there's no way to re-aim your camera down so we could see that yeah i'm gonna do it in a second but let me read here okay so okay so then i take tap the tube vertically on the table and twist the the twist the large orange cap i have to right try to hold okay twist the large orange cap okay ah it came off look at that and take that off and then you insert this in. Now this gets smaller at the bottom and there's liquid in the bottom. So you insert it in. This is what's gonna to react to your nostrils. Right. And uh, tell Touch you the bottom of the tube with the swab tip and stir at least 15 times, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Yeah, and then squeeze the sides of the tube to express as much liquid as possible. So, hang on. Okay, from the swab. Okay. Oh, I see. You try to you try to get that stuff off the cotton tip. Yeah, it's really hard to do. No, it's really it's hard to do. They didn't, you know, they didn't tell you all of it. They just said, "Yeah, I do what you can do." So there's that. Okay, so take it up and then uh, squeeze the sides of the tube and express as much. Okay, okay. And re then remove the swab. Okay, so we were going to remove the swab. Remember, we saved this. We put this back in here like this. Oh, no, that is now hazardous waste. That's hazardous waste. And then we put the top back on. Okay. And we squeeze and we turn. Now there's a little white thing up here. Okay, so then. Uh, uh, twist open the small white cap. All right. Okay, so then we twist open this little small white cap up here. 
Okay. Okay. And do we take it off? Yes, we take it off. Okay. We take it off so that it now looks like this and the little white cap is here. Now we've got this. This is the little um, the test. I'm going to put this back on here so I don't spill anything. Okay. So this is the, this, then you, you get this little, um, this is your other little packaging. This is the, this is the pregnancy test. Okay. They'll tell you whether you have Corona. Right. This is what the, yeah, this is how this is going to go. So then twist the, open the small white cap and of the tube, add three drops of the sample to the sample port of the COVID-19 test card. So okay. this is the, where's the sample port? Um, three drops. So okay. this, there's a little tiny, you'll see it. One. To put the drops? Yeah, you just put the drops in here. Two. And three. Okay, so I've got three. Three of those are there. That's pretty much takes care of this whole little thing here. This is now pretty much empty. Uh, wow. And then, and then uh, twist open. Okay, they did that. Okay, now I got to turn this page. Okay, so then we got to wait 15 minutes. Okay, so there you go. We've begun the process. We've begun the process. This is very easy to read because obviously I can do it. So it's very easy. And you can insert the, you can throw everything together and out at the same time. So I'm going to put this all together. We're going to dispose of that. So, so and then fire put it on your neighbor's and then you go. Right, exactly. So, and I, each of these tests come with two or two, or two to a package. So, um, and okay. I'm doing this because I have, um, one of the have shows this weekend. And uh, we might want to think about doing a second five days later, just. Well, it's been uh, since the last show that I did was on Friday, on Saturday night. Today's Monday morning, so I've given it 48 hours, pretty much. Not quite 48 hours, since I was in a crowd. Mm -hmm. yeah. But um, evidently, uh, the the Omicron, what do you call it, Omicron, uh, does a, uh, oh, we should 15 minutes. Let me see what time 15 minutes is. So I have a one, I have 119 right now, and we'll, uh, we'll time it. So, uh, all right, everybody, come back and listen to the results. Yes, yeah, we come back either on this Zoom call, we're going to play the whole thing, um, the audio version on our podcast. Stop, Stop me if I've heard this. Uh, available on Spotify, blah, blah, blah. It'll see, you'll see that down at the bottom of the screen. We'll have it scrolling for you or it'll pop up. And um, join us there to find out the results. Uh, if not, thanks for, um, thanks for listening to this much. I hope you got a couple of laughs uh, and learned something interesting. We'll be back with more topics on our audio podcast and the results to Susan Rice's COVID test. Yeah, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Stop me if I've heard this. We'll be back. Thanks. All right. So we took We're back. So I could clear my throat and clear all the COVID out of it. Yeah. And we could get prepared for Susan's big results from the COVID test. Nit, nit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's going to be interesting. Um, in the meantime, yeah. there's ways to go on that still, right? Just a few minutes. Yeah, a few more minutes. We're going to. I wanted to talk um, 
about the seven-year-old Russian girl. Is the, the seven-year-old, right? The seven-year-old? Single digit. Seven-year-old Russian girl. Highest paid female YouTuber last year in the globe. $28 million. Sweet Jesus. Are you kidding me? Silly little kids videos kind of, hey, I'm staying at home with my dad and their dad's dressed up like Mario and he'd come on and go, and make some goofy thing, you know, and it's all in, <laughs> they have Russian accents, but she's cute as a button and $28 million worth of cute, it turns out, because it's just silly and they'll have like sound effects. He'll fall down and go and stuff like that. Oh my gosh, that's great. Only, I, don't, I guess it's. It's not the first time like that sharks video was the single biggest single biggest earner one year because it's kids man people love watching that silly well and people put videos on for their little kids to watch right. and kids love watching other little kids yeah you know it's i mean and parents what? need that they need to have something for their kids to do when they need to get other stuff done you know i got when liam used to watch the teletubbies which is great by the way if you're going to drop some acid uh, <laughs> and uh it's the puppets i mean the characters the they were they're fine you know they're interesting and goofy like barney but then they do the actual videos of actual kids that's when liam would really perk up and pay attention he couldn't miss it he he would sit there like yeah yeah whatever new new the vacuum blah 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 and you know the teletubbies running around all silly the minute those kids would come on screen with their little short videos he would just doink just be locked onto that screen well and look what he does now for a living well that's true too yeah but, um yeah it's interesting seeing other kids i think it's i think so too okay we are we're at the mark we have yeah we have that yeah we're there Explain to them what you're looking for in, a, in terms of a result. Okay, so this is the, the results. And there's a, you can't really see it really well, but there's, there's a T and a C. Ah. And if there's one line on the C, uh -huh. which there is, that means I am negative. Right. So it's yeah. a negative, negative yeah. result. It would have been for COVID. I'm sorry, one more time. I would have thought C would have been for COVID. Me no, too. Like that's a little confusing. They should have been for no and a Y for yeah. You know, something like that. Or uh, uh, So I'm not pregnant. By yourself or a picture with friends. That should tell you the uh, yeah. Well, I'm, uh, you know, I haven't taken one of these since, uh, you know, they didn't have pregnancy tests like this. Oh. When I was younger, obviously. I think they had them when I was still in my childbearing years. Right. So, oh yeah, they did. They had them, but um, I don't remember ever taking one. Right. Did you ever take a pregnancy test? Yeah. Come to think of it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was worried that I was pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, men can men can not take them, but they can buy them for their. Oh, intended. I. Uh, I never took one from the drugstore to. Uh, you never bought one for your wife? No. We found out, Liam, we were pregnant when she had a backache one day. And she's like, ah, something's wrong, man. I got to go in. So then we went in. She goes, okay, well, you know, you're pregnant, right? And we're like, uh, what? So that's how we found out. 
and uh, you know, we didn't, we wanted to have a kid, so it wasn't like we were yeah. you know, thrilled about it, but yeah, that's, we didn't take a test. No. Well, like, and you were pregnant, I think when you guys got married. Yeah. We were already uh, like two pregnant. months like that. Cause yeah. I think that's what Catherine told me. Yeah. So yeah. you were doing the nasty before you got married. Just, that's how it works. If no explained the rules. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So what else? Oh, you know, you sent me this great, uh, he sent me these great articles from this, um, from Sky News or something like that. But one of them was that cat cracked me up, uh, which took me to another, took me to it. I love it when you send me something and then I go down a rabbit hole for a whole day yeah. looking at stuff. This was the, the, the mafiosa guy from Sicily that had been wanted and searched. They, they were looking for him for 20 years. Yeah. And he got caught on a Google cam. Yeah. I love that. Because he changed his name to what? To Something. It doesn't matter. We don't know him, but he's, just, he's a mafioso. But they've been looking for him for 20 years, and they found him. He was in Madrid. Yeah, working as a cook. Yeah. <laughs> just cracking me up. And, and I thought, ooh, let's go look at Google cam. Google views. It's called Google views. And I started looking at funny Google views. Oh my God. We'll post some pictures. They're hysterical. Yeah, wait, see that. I want, I wonder if, you know, have you ever looked at your house on Google views? Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, you, I, it's like, Oh, look at there. There's my old car. You know, it's, it's not that current. <laughs> well, sometimes it kind of freaks me out because I've looked at it over the years and I, you know, I go, oh, that, look at that. Look at how big my, my, you know, the bushes in my house or the, you know, plants in my house have grown. And then I'll, then I'll, I'll, you know, eight months later or something, I'll be looking. I go, wow, that was like last week. <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm thinking, have they caught me out in the, in the, in the yard, look, bending over, weeding? I mean, I don't know, but I want to see this Google um, views. I mean, I've done the Google Street View thing before, where you go to a neighborhood and you scout out if you're, oh, I want to rent a hotel there, you know. But I've never actually didn't know they like stored them. That's interesting. Yeah, they put them up. It's a, it's called funny Google views, and they post the ones that the pictures of the they've captured of people. You just or just funny pictures because they they're constantly recording, so they have these pictures, wow. and uh, you know they go through them and and they. They put them up on their on their funny Google views. That means and, the guy whose whole job it is is to sit in a little room, screening thousands of hours of people's houses and porches and businesses and streets, looking for something funny, just endlessly looking and say, "Ah, oh, okay, all right, nope, nothing there." And then finally, like one thousand times into it, he'll find something and go, "Oh, that's that's good enough." tired and yeah, i'm wondering how they do that if maybe the the driver of the truck because i they show the the google trucks i've never seen one have you ever seen one no i don't think i have yeah they have like they they have this thing mounted on the top of their of these small little suvs yeah and um anyway uh some of the pictures are hysterical the other thing i watched too is that too because you know people will when Catherine was taking pictures of houses in the neighborhoods for get what to decide what paint color to paint our house. 
<laughs> one of them saw she and our roommate at the time, Anthony, out there taking the pictures and they took the picture and got home. And when they looked at it, he was mooning them out, out the second story window. <laughs> That's hysterical. Well, you know, you're kind of like, okay, what are you taking my picture of my house for? I kind of, I kind of get that. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be suspicious of what. There's a whole bunch of those people that saw the Google truck coming down the street, the Google SUV. Oh yeah. They, yeah. Uh, okay. This is my chance. And, and some, I mean, sometimes they, I'm sure that they call those in and go, okay, we had a great, we had a great uh, run on the street. You know, uh, look at this footage. This is pretty funny. Some of them, they probably post some of it because some of them are really funny. There's, uh, I sent you two of them that we, I thought, oh, Art will love these. Um, um, I, I also, uh, there's another one that you can, people, uh, a site that people put um, stuff that they've captured on their ring. On their, their, their ring uh, doorbells, you know, on the door. It's like security cameras on their doorbells. It's called ring. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. On their security. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, that's how they catch a lot of uh, porch pirates. Oh, I've seen that happen. Yeah. Yeah. People, people stealing stuff. Yeah. We've all seen those videos, but some, sometimes people like my neighbor can see my front porch completely from her ring uh -huh. and stuff like that. And I thought, I wonder if there's anything funny that's ever gone on, you know, people walking by or coming up on my porch or something when I'm not home or something. But there, evidently there are people post these funny videos that they've, they've caught on their ring. Oh. Um, that are kind of fun. Um, also, um, a device like that our insurance company talked us into um, getting a device that is a home security system sort of like it tells you if, if windows have been unlocked uh, mm -hmm. and they're open it tells you if some rooms are too humid and there's a little camera on the front porch that uh, records every so often whenever there's activity uh, the setting it's been on for the last eight months is um, this uh, this system is not online with your check. Your <laughs> you have to put it into your phone. Well, you know, you put it into the house Wi-Fi is what you're supposed to do. Oh. It hasn't connected. It, I called eight months ago, six months ago, I called the company and they're like, well, we're having trouble right now. The system's kind of down. Six months later, I've still got this camera that never turns on. And Oh, that's unfortunate. Because yeah, you've, had, you, you've had a lot of stuff going on with catalytic converters and stuff in that neighborhood it'd be nice ruby sat up in bed last night after we were lights out um cpaps on and she barked <laughs> <laughs> and ran out to, to the front and started barking outside the window so it's like well i'm curious now and i get out yeah. there nothing she just heard somebody talking or something well but, good for ruby she's alerting you though she's <laughs> doing her little doggy duty what i would do yeah, yeah. So, um, I uh, I was laughing this morning. My, you know, I was looking for something funny, and I was, you know, to talk about. And the funniest thing I found, one of the funniest things I found, was that um, in the news this weekend, you know, dipshit POS forty five had a rally. He's trying to kick off his 2024 campaign. So he's he's in Arizona. He was in Arizona this weekend at a super spreader. Yeah, or Colbert calls it um, backup Florida. The backup Florida, yeah, backup Florida, exactly where it is. And uh, the stupidest thing he said, and this is what 
most, a lot of people didn't even, a lot of um, news agencies didn't even cover that rally because people, we were talking earlier about dealing with, you know, emotional uh, reactions to being, you know, sequestered again and to be, you know, having this. Also, we've become desensitized by this piece of shit. Yes, yeah, all his all his stuff has just been, you know, right. these lies that keep coming. Out, but he doesn't have any new material. He's <laughs> not giving his any his his followers anything new to clamp their you know racist jaws around. Yeah, yeah. So he pulled this one out. This is the one he pulled out this weekend. He decided he was going to tell this whole crowd in Arizona that health uh, public health officials are withholding vaccine vaccines from white people because of their race yeah what it's all about the white man being the victim that's the, the card that he you know even how stupid to the right how far to the right do you have to be to believe that you have to be dumb as a box of dirt to understand that oh there you go and i'm just i like Oh my God, what, how stupid would you have to be to clamp your piece of crap racist jaw around that? Well, that's fun. And start spewing that back at human beings without being Anything. completely lapped off the planet. This will take it face value. When Fox News, same thing, when they run out of shock, shock material to shock the people with and anger them and how the victims they are, they'll make something up. And they're talking about Mr. Well, and Dr. Seuss and they're talking about anything. I know. Rile up the idiots, and guess what? You know it works. It Eight does. <sighs> Just crazy, crazy stuff. And uh, uh, but the one good thing I want to just talk about this story too because I'm amazed at some some of the people that have been very creative during this time. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? And I was looking online for you know like funny stories about people being creative and stuff like that. And this, there's an artist in India who created the largest drawing. Lar it was like, I, I have it down. He, he got a, a PVC canvas and this, and he did this drawing that took him 24 hours and 33 minutes of this, uh, uh, baobab tree and they called it the tree of life mm -hmm. his name is Ravi Sani and he it was I'm going to tell you how big it is 6,000 it was 6,781.4 square feet mm. wow it was almost 6,000 square feet, say? 6,000 6, square feet. So how many how many football fields would that be? It's huge. Depends on how fast it, one football field's moving and when it did leave the station. <laughs> but it's huge. Anyway, I just thought, and he did it in, I, I want to know how many markers he used. You know, because he, he, he did it in Sharpie kind of thing. It, it's beautiful. Yeah. And it's this beautiful drawing. Yeah. And I thought... Wow, that's that's dedication. That's just absolute dedication. You gotta you gotta really be bored out of your brain to go. Well, I'm gonna break a record. Or he's reached that snapping point, like I did. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
exactly. I'm gonna do something crazy. <laughs> Something changed. Like, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's uh. And to have that kind of uh, focus and dedication to, to that project. Yeah, Whatever. yeah. Take ten minutes. Uh, oh, and every the other one, the other pro, the other thing you sent me, uh, which was just a great story. Have you ever known somebody that won the lottery, Art? I have not. I, I, I know someone whose father won a lottery. Like we've won like $2, $5, a $1. And then, you know, what you're supposed to do, uh, according to most financial advisors, is uh, buy more tickets with that money. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's just it. So our buddy Nick Geza, who, shout out to our, our buddy Nick Geza, who's so funny and hysterical. He's been on our show. Um, when we were roommates in California, we, we hadn't lived together that long. Um, we were both comics and living in LA and um, his father was a big gambler and his dad was, uh, was chief, of, chief of detectives in this small town. But his, to supplement his private school kid, this, to send his kids to private school, he gambled. He was a gambler and he was good at it. Uh, okay. And um, he, would, he would win, you know, he would, he would gamble at the Oddfellows uh, and he would win money and, you know, supplement their income so that his, all his kids went to private school. And um, uh, he, uh, he won the lottery. He won $100,000. Oh, wow. There you go. Yeah. And then he, just before he passed away. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, that's the only lottery winner I won. But I, you sent me that article on this guy that's won. And he was in, this guy was in Michigan. And he's won. Yeah, he won. He won. Uh, he he just won a uh, a million dollars. You know, a Pennsylvania man collects one million dollars of off a twenty dollars scratch it ticket, and this is his fourth win. Something's wrong there. He won four times. January two thousand twenty one. He won five hundred thousand. Now that's how they found out about the rigged uh, monopoly game. Same people started winning over again. It makes me question whether or not there isn't some sort of back behind the scenes shenanigans going on. It's weird because yeah, and he won, and he won in uh, four million. He, million. Yeah, and he won. He won a three million dollar, two thousand two thousand twenty one five hundred thousand, two thousand sixteen three million dollars on a scratch it, uh, nineteen ninety nine. Uh, Cash five drawing. He won. Uh, he won a um, hundred thousand dollars, and now he won another million dollars. Um, okay. And I'm wondering. And he says, "Well, he says I play too much, so he he buys a lot of lottery tickets." My my figuring, and you know, when I when the cash when it got up to a half a billion, you remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. About like fifteen or twenty of them, because then our chances were twenty. In seven hundred billion. Mm -hmm. Well, when I worked at Hannah, and it was getting up, that was you know they're so much bigger now, but they used to be. When it got up to three hundred forty-six million, I think we all went, oh God! We, so we all cashed in, we all put in money, and we bought tickets for the whole place. You know what it is? It's three days of dreaming of what would I do if. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ten bucks to me, anyhow, to go. God, what house would I buy? What car would I drive? Where would I travel? Oh. 
I know. Or a million dollars to that kind of thought. Yeah, you know, that's that's fun to think about. It is fun to think about. I use sometimes when I drive by the the signs on the freeway that tell you what the Powerball is and what the Mega Millions is and stuff like that. That's good for another twenty five miles or thirty miles of thinking about. Hmm. If I won that, what would I do? And how would I? You know, how would I spend it? Would I? It'd be so much fun to be just writing checks to the charities that I want to give to and you know, surprising my family with, you know, here's a house or here's money for a how down payment or whatever. It'd be so much fun to do that. The giving part would be really fun. Investing in friendship. I would be buying as many friends as I could get my hands on. You know, well, I'd have to be at the top of the list. Send you a Christmas card. Okay. <laughs> I just, you know, would you would okay, so would you do would you do the cash out or would you take the annuity? Oh, at this stage, I'd cash out. Me too. Me too. I'd cash out too. Yeah. So, because I don't know, man, who knows? You never know how many more years. And I want life to be good right now. Even if it, I outlive the money and it's still coming in when I'm 82, I'm not going to be going to France when I'm 82. So let's right. you know. And I think that's. I think that's how it could possibly... How, I think that's how we could actually lose the lottery because I think more people would would take the cash out, right? You know, so I just I just would like what I would like to do is if I won that money, right? I would like to have I would first of all hire Randall Lawrence, our my the guy who does all the great videos for us. I would hire him right away, and I say I'm going to tell my family, but I want you to film my family when I tell them because that's what I want to do. I would want to keep that in, perpu in perpetuity. I would want to be able to have that so that they could see, here's what I did. Here's what happens. It has, it's not my money, so we're just going to have a great time. That's Let's fun. just have some fun. Wouldn't that be fun? Think about, well, there was a kid. Did you see that story? The kid, uh, um, uh, $100,000, I believe, uh, lottery ticket in his stocking from his mom. Oh, yeah, the scratch it ticket. Yes. Like you give them a lottery gift. It's like, there you go. It's the gift of disappointment. Uh, you know, that's what, that's what I'm teaching you a lesson with this stocking. It's like cold. Well, mothers are looking for stocking stuffers by the time the kids are teens. They're just going, they're going out of their mind trying to think of something for a stocking stuffer. That means there's 500 million kids out there that have scratched it off and went, oh, I wish I had some chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But, you know, sure. it's, it's a fun story. And those are great. And you kind of, you kind of go good. You know, you hope that that kid's not going to just, you know, waste it away or do what, you know, but he's a kid. So he blows through a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Seven-year-old girl in Russia, 28 million last year. Oh my gosh. There you go. And she has these great memories of her dad, her and her dad doing that. That's such a great thing. Yeah. And his dad's going to be okay too. Yeah. yeah, that's. That's wonderful. Yeah, we can't even get subscribers to our YouTube channel. What's her name? Nastya. 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 What do you think about this? Uh, this uh, idiot. The what's his name? Um, Novak. Novak. Oh yeah, right. Dvorak. <laughs> you know him? Yeah. You, well, you're a you're a sports guy. What an idiot! What a flipping idiot! He's, he's losing millions and millions. And 
he's a lot of people are saying he's he's endangering his legacy. His legacy was going to be maybe the goat of tennis, the greatest of all time. That's how winning he has been. What a moron. He's gained game, and now he's just out of whatever stubbornness. He's decided he doesn't want to vax, and uh, and we not can't make me. Well, they 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 can't make him. Wait, what am I trying to say? He can't make them uh, let him into the country either. And now, France well, and and they they tried to, and then they went, nope, you know something, nope. I mean, yeah. Australia was so pissed that they were even thinking about letting them in. They should be. Why should they make an exception just because you've got a big ego and you're a celebrity? You no. can hit a ball. No, you still have to think about other people, and it's damaging his legacy. Um, and uh, oh, he's he's done. Uh, I mean, he's done. Uh, we'll see. People. People forgive their heroes, you know, especially. Really? I don't want to believe that's true, but it's it is true. I, ben Ben Roethlisberger just retired. Do you do you forgive OJ? <laughs> Last game as a quarterback of Pittsburgh for almost twenty years. He's been their town hero, even though he was had domestic abuse charges. It's like, oh yeah, I've sort of forgot about that. But you know, and there was a "We love you, Ben." All the signs, you know, it's like, oh my god legacy let's go to the whole museum exhibit and watch the whole kind of time chart and you know whatever people forgive athletes for a lots of stuff that's too bad so i still haven't forgiven oj so screw him um, yeah i think he's kind of the most extreme example of that of, of all of them yeah. Yeah. and he's out so there you go yeah, yeah. anyway Here's i uh what happened last week to oregonian that's why I say to Oregonians, uh, there was a, that volcano. Uh, off the Tonga. Tonga. However you pronounce it, I don't know. Tonga. And That's how you pronounce it. But there's T-S, right? Yeah. I think we should do a little bet. I think it's T Anyhow. Pronounce Tonga. Anyway, go ahead. Anyhow. And so all we heard about is all the warnings on the coast of Oregon. Oh my God, it's going to be coming for us. How much is it going to be? And then the whole news story that night was, uh, well, it turns out not much. Uh, yeah, we were here. We were looking out for it and everybody evacuated and we had everything. And they talked for minutes of the news about the precautions that they took for this non-event that showed up being a little teeny wave that was kind of sustained and you know, it was bigger than most, I guess, but it was no damage, no nothing. And well, they're in the middle of a king tide too, though. That was part of it. Thank God it wasn't bad. I didn't want right. to. Just saying, I thought a more interesting story, and the one I kept listening for was, what the hell's going on near Tonga? What the hell's they going through? Because there got to be a lot more than what's happening in Newport right now. Well, Samoa has had to evacuate. I mean, they. Tell it's, us what's going on. That's the that's the real news story. Yeah, that yeah that, yeah exactly. You're exactly right. We didn't get enough information about what was actually happening off the islands of Tonga because, honest to God, that's huge. I mean, and Samoa's right there, and so it's it's yeah. They, um, I read some articles about. Uh, God, I have a lot of time on my hands. Um, I read some articles about it, and I was like, those it. I mean, there's a large population on Samoa in this, you know, so it's like, in fact, I, I wanted to text a few of our friends that are Samoan and go, how are your families, you know, 
fact, I did one Adams Fathomly because he has family in Samoa, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, it's. But you know something, and we both. I have friends down at the beach that live on the beach, oh. and uh, it's very scary. And it's good that they had the. It you know the, then it was like, well, this was a great training. This was you know good for you know preparedness and stuff. yeah it was it was it scared the holy bejesus out of people but yeah it was it was a 20 minute news story but i i thought it was good that they did it and it's good that it wasn't any more damage than it was and that right and it was to tell people to stay off the beach and of course you know that there's some jackass out there on the beach going well what's happening well there was, there was this young couple <laughs> they were living in their they were sleeping in their van and they came and told them hey uh you might not want to be here and they, they were on the news being interviewed, you know, because they're like, we didn't know anything about it. And then they told them, so, you know, they're down there doing everything they can. And yeah. Learn some stuff that'll be helpful in a real event. Because you always hear those guys, like when there's, um, when they have those really big waves. Hawaii gets this a lot. Hawaii's been un, just deluge. They've been having a hell of a time. They've had a ton of flooding. But there's always those guys with those high, the, when we get those big, big waves and they, you know, they want everybody off the beaches, you know, but then there's those surfers that are going, no man, I'm going, you know, and they get out there and you kind of go, oh God. That's the biggest wave ever. Yeah, well, good for you, but say goodbye. I hope you like rubble. It's scary, you know, and they can't, they can't make people. You know, once they're in the ocean, they can't, they're not going out to get them. You're okay, pal, your choice. The ocean by those waves, that's the problem. Even if yeah. like buried in the boulders, they can drag you out to sea and then you can't get back. That's that. Get hypothermia and you're just uh, memory. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So anyway, um, I can't remember what else we had that we were going to talk about. I had good shows this weekend. You had, did you... Do something good. Did you have fun? Um, we did. Like I said, we did that little party, 21st birthday party down the street. And that was the most fun I've had in a while. That's good. Chat with the neighbors for something to do, man. Oh, are you back on your diet? Um, we're back doing the kind of intermittent fast, which is all the rage. You know, because I can handle that. Quitting eating at 8 o'clock at night and then not eating until noon. Mm -hmm. um, I, I have to stumble around find something. What I'm finding is that in the evenings and in the mornings, like snacking for me is just like something out of boredom. And I already kind of knew that. Just boredom and self-soothing through all the crap we're dealing with. Mm -hmm, yeah. So I, I'm taking that out of the form. I'm trying to put my energy into doing other things um, while I'm trying to wait for noon to come around. In fact, I was reading an article myself about coping with stress. And uh, it says, uh, Way healthy ways. We're trying to eat healthy. We're trying to do that. Well balanced meal. Exercise regularly. I do that like once a week. Once oh. a week? <laughs> 20 minutes with climate. So <laughs> get that going. Getting plenty of sleep. I wish. I, I wake up after six, six and a half hours every morning. I'm like, uh, don't don't try to get back to sleep. Oh, don't worry, you can get back to sleep. <clears throat> okay, you're fine. You, you're not awake. Don't worry. And then so 45 minutes of that, I finally go, God damn it. And I yeah. up off and, and I get out of bed. So That's when I watch the TikTok. That's when I watch my TikTok. So in the first thing in the morning? Well, I, you know, you think you get up and 
and uh, okay, you know, and I, you know, you get up early and you don't want to be up at seven o'clock in the morning. I don't want to be up at seven o'clock in the morning. I, I just went to bed at two. I'm thinking, well, what the heck? I don't want to go back. I want to. And so then I go back and I can't go to back to sleep. So then I watch the TikTok. That's when I watch the TikTok. And then I finally just get up, you know, and, but usually till about nine o'clock and then I get up. So they're designed to keep you going and but do the next one and the next one. Well, I scroll a lot, but yeah, I have some of my favorites, but I just love the animals. I just like the animals. They make me happy. Yeah, I can't lose with that. God. And that little, and I got my little squirrels. I got to feed them. Uh, uh -huh. I'm this, you know, I, it, I've become this old lady now. I'm just such an old lady. I feed the squirrels and I. Last week, the most exciting thing that happened, new fish. You got a new fish? A new fish. In Get out of, have you named him? Um, Nigel. Nigel. Very good. Um, yeah, it's, it's a beta. It's blue and red. Beautiful. Ooh. Always very confident. If you uh, try to pour water into it, it tries to like swim through the water where you're pouring it. It's not, not worried about a thing. So uh, yeah, that was a pretty exciting week. I'm going to tell you that was heart pounding. Just uh, conditioning the water, getting it ready. Uh, I could should I make a whole video about that. You probably could. <laughs> I, I need so I need something to put me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get back to sleep. No, I get I watch Art's video on how to take care of a beta fish. They're so active. <laughs> Talking about fish. I know. God love us. Jesus, can we just get back to doing something that's fun so we can have something to talk about on this podcast? <sighs> anyway. Out outside the house would be great. When it we're going I, we're going I'm gonna have uh I'm getting my car fixed tomorrow and uh that's my big outing for the week. Yep. Besides I'm going to Seattle this weekend to work. Yep, officially you're going now that the test came back negative. Yeah, the official yeah, I'm negative. So I'm gonna yeah, I'm doing the uh, I'm doing two sh two shows a night, Friday and Saturday night at uh in Seattle at call at it's called the Comedy Club Seattle. And it's up on Capitol Hill. And uh, I'll post the link on my Facebook page. Uh, tickets are on sale. And uh, it's a beautiful club. And I'm really excited about working a club. I haven't worked a club in a long time. That's great. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. When will that be? Yeah, it'll be fun. And I'm, I'm staying at a little Holiday Inn. Was the best was the best uh, price, and so yeah, two hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah, for well, now it's yeah, yeah. It's you know, like, the club picks up part of it, so that's good. Cool, that's good. Yeah, that's fun though. God, working at an actual comedy club. How many shows? Four shows, two nights. Four shows, yeah, four shows. I'm I haven't done. When was the last time we did two back to backs? I haven't done a back to back in a hundred years. The malls were still open. Well, so when last time I think I did a back to back was Harvey's. Yeah, right. Yeah. Doing three shows a night on Saturday night. So the, the name of the club again is the Seattle Comedy Club. No, it's not Seattle Comedy Club. It's called Comedy Club Seattle. And they did that so they, they'd be first on the first on in the Google searches. All right. So yeah. And yeah, it's up on Capitol Hill. Stop me if I've heard this somewhere in that range. Right. Exactly. We're not. Don't explain the necessary. 
We're on page 95 on the Google search on, on the stop me if I ever this. <laughs> I keep getting these notifications too from my uh, Wix account, uh, from my website, yeah. from these you know developers going, there's some errors in your website. No shit, Sherlock, I, I did it. Of course there's gonna be errors. Have you have you noticed how I type? Of course there's errors, <laughs> you know? And they wanna, you know, fix it. And I'm thinking, eh. yeah. but I do have to update it. I have to update it. Uh, that's gonna be one of my jobs this week. Yes, to find someone to update it. No, me, I have to update it. I'm gonna do it, yeah. So, um, but not like anybody actually looks at it, but. In the meantime, yeah. um, you can find us on YouTube under Stop Me If I've Heard This. Uh, in the, it'll be January 17th, 2022. Stop Me If I've Heard This, 1-17-22. That's how it will appear, along with the six other videos we've posted so far. And it's the COVID test Google view. <laughs> That's what you can watch me take the COVID test. And the everlasting COVID kind of pandemic that we're living through. Uh, approaching March, I'm, I think that episode is going to be Groundhog Year. Right, exactly. Hey, let us know what you're watching. We'd love to hear. So have a, have a great week. Uh, and uh, it's going to be Art and Susan out here in just a second. Stop me if I've heard this. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening.